Welcome to Channel Reorient. Today we have with us Razwan Ulhaq discussing his graphic novel Sultan vs. Dracula. So, Razwan, uh, tell us about your novel Sultan vs. Dracula. Um, what made you focus on this particular time period, this particular rivalry? Well, that's really, really, I have to go back to my university days, and that's a long, long way behind. There was, um, there was a Turkish gentleman from Istanbul, and he's now a professor, um, well, I think somewhere in Bosnia, and his name is Professor Kutluk, and he just came in one day and, and said that, look, it wasn't, um, that, that the Count Dracula was not, was not scared of uh, um, the cross, he was scared of the crescent. And that sort of got me thinking... And it was only sort of a few, few, you know, some time later that I actually found out that this was true, that um, Count Dracula did spend many of his formative years, that's Count uh, Vlad Dracula, in, in Turkey, in the Ottoman Empire, should I say. And 1453, uh, the more I researched, made, researched um, about this, the more um, my sort of mouth salivated, because um, this was a time where... where universal forces sort of came together so for example 1453 is a time where we actually had um, the Pope um, talking about slavery and the Pope basically um, did a uh, did a pro proclamation in his proclamation he said that you can actually enslave certain people one of them are Muslims and you can enslave them for all perpetuity so what that yeah. meant was in the Western mind for the first time ever, what it meant was that you could go to Africa, you could go to Arabia or whatever, you could, you could pick up people who weren't Christians and you could take them back to America. Or what you could do is you could go over and you could rule over them mm. and they would be their slaves for perpetuity. So what that meant was their children would be slaves. So you have the beginning of the idea, um, the very real beginning of the idea that as a Christian, you don't need to have any moral qualms about non-Muslims, especially Muslims, and what you can start doing is you can treat them as, as objects that belong to you and their property as objects that, that belong to you. Um, compare this with, with, with China, for example. You know, you, you, um, China um, it had a, a, a fleet um, and it, uh, it, it, it was a very advanced civilization. Of course, we know it had um, mm. gunpowder b b beforehand and we know about its... Um, um, it, 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 it strength. Um, so why didn't China, for example, um, it, it, it did sail the high seas and it did go all over the world. Why did it not do what the Western civilization it did? So that, that was key. It was also the end of um, Eastern Christianity. So 1453 saw the Sultan, who's the Sultan in the book, overthrow um, one of the epicenters of uh, Western, uh, sorry, of, of Christianity. So with, with uh, Constantinople, um, going on to Muslim hands, what happened was you now had Christianity at the centre of Rome. So Christianity ceased to be um, a, a, an Eastern thing as far as the world was concerned. It was now a Western thing. So what happened in Europe was Europe then became increasingly aware of itself as a centre. Um, and at that time as well, you had the last vestiges of the Spanish um, Islamic Caliphate. Uh, 
when you look at that era, you see the um, the sort of drawing back of Muslims from Spain, and again a reassertion of 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 um, of, of the Spanish, of the French, and then ultimately um, um, the English and and the Dutch as well. So all of these things were were going on at that at that time. Um, and and I think also it was the real beginnings of a non-Arab caliphate. Although fourteen fifty three was at the time when when the Ottomans had had conquered um, um, Mecca and Medina, this is what gave them their that that power. Um, and also, I want uh, you, you know there is a discourse that many many talk about that after Imam Al Ghazali um, signs dropped off. Actually, when you look at history, you find that. In the, in the 13th century as well, and in the 14th and 15th century, you do see a lot of novel um, scientific, um, a lot of novel, novel scientific um, discoveries, thinking, theoretical, new theoretical models being developed. So I wanted also to show um, what was happening scientifically. Mm, um, so okay. for, for all of these uh, reasons, and it was really to kick off a debate rather than to say this is what's happening. Okay, that was very interesting, actually. A lot of threads there. Um, one of the threads that I want to pick up on was is the West knowing itself, just generally. And how this West knowing itself meant that the West could actually categorise others based on what it thought itself to be. Now, how that has spilled over into novels, into all sorts of different genres of thing of expression is what Edward Said called Orientalism. And I would like to ask you, what do you think is the influence of Orientalism on novels and on graphic novels, your kind of area, in dealing with the other, in dealing with the rest, those outside of the West? Ooh, I don't know where to start really. That, that, <laughs> that, is, that is such a big question. Yeah. Um, I think for 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 many many years, um, science fiction has been unique in the sense that it really has drawn very richly from from the Islamic tradition, particularly. It has also from the Indian tradition. I think people don't actually realize that as well. But let's let let's sort of talk about yeah. what we were talking about here. So, for example, I mean, what I am very familiar with uh, is June. Where he, where they they use terms like muaddib, jihad, you know, before nine eleven, etc., etc., in a positive light, and also Star Wars. When you when you look at their costumes, the idea that, for example, you can have uh, a master, uh, a, a master servant relationship, as well as technology, um, mm. w- w- which you had with with the early Muslims, even um, and and in both in June and in Star Wars, you have. Um, even the environment itself, you have lots of sand, you, you have that sort of thinking. But, but when you look at others, um, you will also find the idea that the earth is only a, a small place and, 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 and there are more stars around it. And, and also you have the idea that, that the earth is not the centre of the universe. Now, the, the Christian idea the old Christian idea, and, and this was actually transferred as well into the early Christian polymaths, they still felt that the earth was the epicentre of the, of, of the cosmos and that this, was, that this was it. There was just this one, one basic world and there was a dome um, outside of us. 
it, it was actually the Muslims that believed that actually we're just one grain of sand or even less in a, in a desert. There's a, there are some hadith about this. But let, let, let's go back to what we, what we learn. One of the first things that a Muslim learns is Alhamdulillah. Um, you know, or Surah Al-Fatiha. Mm-hmm. And it and it goes, worlds. You know, we we have that idea of plurality of the of the worlds. When I was younger as well, um when I when I first encountered Arabic and, and I was just basically just a you know teen and I, I, I read the Quran and it was fascinating because the Quran says Fil Ard in the earth. It talks about Asamawati. And I thought, why does the Quran always say talk about hum- hu- about humans as fil ard? You know mm. we, that we are in the earth. We're actually on the earth. You know that's that's yeah. what it feels like. But if you look at it from space, you see actually we do we do live in the earth. We've got we've got an atmosphere uh, around us. The Quran talks about the jinn, for example. They they are able to go from from the, the uh, one side of the universe to another. Now now all of these ideas went into the West. Dante's uh, work on the Inferno and what have you is nothing but a paraphrase of the Prophet Sallallahu night journey and, and changed in a, in, in a very strongly fundamentalist Christian uh, idea. Um, so so, so for, for, for a long, long time, I think what we, what we don't realise is that the knowledge transfer that happened in Toledo, in, in, in Granada and in other places... What there was a change in mindset as well, um, a change in mindset, of of thinking of, of really realizing that we live in a cosmos that we don't actually just stay on 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 a flat, flat place where Jerusalem is the center, and I think that started to to really begin to change um, the way the West looks at things, and if we look at the West and where it is now, it be, because I think. Um, the other, the, the Muslims, seemed have been so fascinated with the West, they've become so West-toxicated, that they haven't really been able to develop their own ideas. I think the West is now at a static mm. in, in terms of its creativity. So, mm. so, the, so what the West called the other, um, in, 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 in a strange sense, was the West taking the baggage and often not acknowledging where, where, where it was coming from. Um, I mean, I mean, Professor um, is it Professor Khalili from mm. the BBC? I mean, he, even he talks about the fact that when when one or two of the more well known scientists would would get ideas from the Arab world, they they would not acknowledge it, mm. and they even copied some of the mistakes, you know, mm. um, and, and 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 that was acknowledged. So when we look at when when we look at the West and we and we see what the Occident has done now, it's. You know, it's Batman versus Superman. It's, you know, Star Wars yet again. I think they're building another Death Star somewhere in, in Hollywood. Um, and, and, and those ideas, the old ideas are repeating themselves again and again and again. It's almost as if um, the, obvious, the, the, sorry, the Occident has sort of come to the end of its term. And now I think that, um, you know, the, um, the, the, the sort of East or... Or, or the other is reasserting it, reasserting itself. Okay, I want to jump off that last sentence especially and kind of ask you, well then, if the other is reasserting itself, do you think the novel slash the graphic novel can actually be a platform for this reassertion to give a voice to 
those who are considered the other, the rest, as it were. Absolutely. I think, I think when you actually look at what Muslim scientists or Muslim thinkers in the past did, let's take Ibn Sina, for example. Mm. You know, Hazrat Ibn Sina would do lots and lots of thought experiments. Mm. Um, and he would also use um, fiction. You know, mm. he would use fiction in order to um, talk about scientific aspects. Okay. Um, and so when, 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 when we look at that, we see that it's been done before. I'm being careful not to use the word traditional. It's, <laughs> it's, it, it's been done before. It's been done before. And I think it will be done done again now so let's look at the graphic novel for example the thing the great thing about about the graphic novel is that um, you have pictures and you have writing simultaneously and what that does is that it does help you help you talk about a message that has an extra dimension but also um, I want to actually go a little bit to the right or the left and then go away around from that question because I also think that there will be new creations of um, of how to write a story it might be elements of a graphic novel with lots of writing and then something else it might be a poem and then a stop and then a story then a stop like for example Rumi does in the Musnavi you know it's not linear mm. uh, and 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 I think I, I think this is this is the sort of space that that will be inhabited um, by by what's coming next. What's coming next, I think, is 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 new breath. It's uh, a new, fresh way of looking at things, and perhaps using the technologies that we've got right now and mm. using them differently, and perhaps developing some new technologies. It might be that people are all going to be writing a, 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 a sort of story together. But suffice it to say right now, I think that, um, for example, what I'm, what I'm looking at is I'm looking at being able to write a lot more because mm. you've got now um, online writing. But, but when it comes to uh, the graphic novel, I'm giving a lot of thought about how does that make the other person feel and how can you sit with your reader and how can you um, put that new reader in a new world because I think this is what the uh, Orient has always been doing well for thousands and thousands of years I mean the Occident has been interested in Buddhism in Sufism in Islam and in yoga, in Hinduism, it's it, it's it, it, the Occident always seems to be looking towards the other for enlightenment, and I think for I think if if we look at night from let's say for example if we if we if we take a slice of time from let's say nineteen fifty to nineteen seventy, we we were the 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 Orient was very much um, looking to get ideas from from the west um i think that now there there will be there will be opportunities but there will real really be confidence to have new things so what how will that look like i think how the, how this is going to look like is it it's it's going to create new characters new scenarios um and new ways of being and for me that's what 
a graphic novel might do. I'm not saying I'm not talking about the graphic novel in terms of cartoons, but mm. I'm talking about a new form where um, people are where they, where people can't ask questions. I mean, recently, if you go back to Sultan vs. Dracula, um, I got an email by uh, a non-Western, sorry, by a Western non-Muslim uh, reader, and he said to me that I've never seen a book like this before, that he said, look, you can be reading the story, and then suddenly there's, um, there's a saying, and then there's some non-fiction. Mm. Now, he's never encountered that. You know, he's, he was over 50, this, this particular mm. reader. So this is what I'm talking about, that... That, that that this is what I think will will, will be happening. Future. Well, yeah, I hope so. Anyway, okay. yeah. All right, Razan. Thank you very much for a very interesting discussion. This has been His Amir with Network Reorient. Thank you for tuning in. Please have a listen to the other episodes on the network and leave a rating.